This is a darker wave, the best in underground techno and deep house. Radio Flincher. Radio Flincher. Broadcasting to Flint. Welcome to A Darker Wave. Thanks for joining me. This week we have an interview and a guest mix from Rob Critton, who comes from Yang in Thailand and who is making his debut on A Darker Wave. Rob is co-founder of Moon Island Records and an integral part of the legendary jungle experience Full Moon and Half Moon Beach parties on Yang. We did the interview on Skype and the internet connection between the UK and Thailand wasn't always at its best. But we had a great time doing it, and it's on in about 45 minutes, with Rob's guest mix coming up in the second hour, straight after the interview. In our mix in the first part of the show, we play some of the recent Moon Island Records releases from Rob Gritton and Michael Felix, and we have tracks from Gallia, Blondish, In Depth, Mark E.G., Roby M. Rage, and, just before we go to the interview with Rob Gritton, two tracks from an excellent DJ producer from Tunisia called Sadok. The fourth track in our mix is Boomerang by Michael Felix. Third is Siam, also by Michael Felix. Second is the Rob Gritton and Phil Hartnell remix of Georgie's Enlightenment. And we're opening the show with Asian Forest by Rob Gritton. Let's get this show rolling. It's rolling.
So now it's over to our interview with Rob Critton. Hi, Rob. How are you? How are you doing? Good over here, thanks. Well, thanks for spending the time to talk to us. Could you start by asking you if you can remember what was the first piece of vinyl you bought? The first piece of vinyl I bought, really, actually, <laughs> was, believe it or not, when I was a little boy and it was Red Nose Day and it was uh, Cliff Richard and the Young Ones. That was actually the first bit of vinyl I ever bought because I, I don't know, I really loved the Young Ones and they were uh, on, on that and I bought it on vinyl <laughs> when I was, I must have been about nine, eight or nine years old, I think. So that is actually the first bit of vinyl I bought. Um, Would that constitute your earliest musical memory? Well, no, because I had lots of tapes and stuff and, and obviously I was a little kid back then. I had a little stereo in my bedroom and uh, but when I got into dance music, I got a set of uh, Technics 1200s in 19... Yeah, so it must have been about 97 or something like that. And I kind of got like a big selection in one go <laughs> and it was I, I wasn't really sort of going out to be a DJ at the time I just had the decks in my house and we used to have little house parties and it could be anything from sort of drum and bass to I had a collection of a little bit of house music a little bit of drum and bass and I really liked the old school sort of late 80s early 90s hardcore vibe I had loads of that moving on from there when I moved to Thailand I actually sold my decks got rid of everything and uh, I wasn't sure what the DJing was going to bring for me out here. I didn't come out here to do DJing. I actually wanted to build a house and build a studio in there. And I'm actually sitting in the studio now that I've built in my house and then DJing sort of come along while I was out here. Um, obviously out in Copang Yang it's not the sort of place where I can just go down to a shop and buy vinyl. Even getting cheese is quite difficult sometimes. <laughs> But uh, I can get vinyl sent over. How long have you been in Thailand? When did you move out there? Well, I first came here on holiday when I was 21 year old, and it was 2001. But then I really loved it and started coming here more often on holidays whenever I could. And then I moved here in 2005. And the last time I actually went back to Europe or England, I was in London in 2006, November 2006. So I've been here continuously for 12 years now. How does the music scene now compare to when you started in the 1990s? Has it, has it changed for the better um, or for the worst, do you think? Well, that's a really tough one. Because, I mean, there's certainly a lot more DJs around these days. It's a good thing and a bad thing, you know. It makes, makes DJing open to a lot more people. But then if everyone's a DJ, does it really make doing DJing special? That's one of the reasons why I don't use a laptop in my set or anything like that. I, I just do mixing purely for my own enjoyment, really. Um, I like, So I have got a collection of vinyl out here. It's difficult to do a vinyl night in Thailand. Um Especially on these islands, you know, all the parties are kind of runoff generators and stuff. It's, <laughs> but we do do it, and uh, you know, half the time I'm worried my vinyls are going to melt in the sun or something. So actually, I only play WAVs these days uh, on USBs, and most venues these days out here have now got CDJs. 
So, yeah, so it's life makes life like really easy. <laughs> is techno and tech house is there a real scene out there in Thailand? Uh, yeah, as well, Copang Yang originally was quite famous for being a big psytrance scene, um, and there's always been a little bit of a house scene here. And I suppose really there was this one party called Jungle Experience Party. Uh, which I'm a resident DJ at and have been for many years there. And they just decided to do house music. And I was actually um, there at the time and we changed the music from Psytrance to house music. And it's now this completely crazy party. If you want to check out, if you're on Facebook or you can Google Jungle Experience, Copang Yang, you know, we're getting like 8,000 people coming to this party every month in the high season. I'm actually playing this one and we're expecting at least five, six thousand people. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you're playing in that sort of stage of people, it's such a buzz, do you know what I mean? So that now there's kind of like still a big Psytrance scene, but it's mostly, it's becoming now Tech House is more the predominant genre, I suppose. And then on the full moon night, you've got a beach down there, which has got like a drum and bass area. I do the house music area, which is called Moon House. Um, which is completely crazy. Uh, <laughs> Do you prepare differently for a set at one of those parties compared to a set in an ordinary club? I always prepare, because I play in quite a few different scenarios. Sometimes I do chill-out sets as well for, you know, sunset places where it's kind of more ambient sort of music. And then another time I might be doing the warm-up and it might be like a nice vocal house type vibe and then another time I'll be playing in a weird techno club and then another time it might be sort of peak time on the on the big stage banging it but I mean we always in the parties that um, we do we have kind of a strict rule that it's not you're not going to get booked if it goes too commercial you know we can have accessible, we call it, <laughs> I suppose. Accessible, you know, I'm a sucker for a old school uh, vocal sample in a nice sort of acid house sounding track, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, we, we keep, uh, keep it cool, <laughs> I suppose. I want to move on to ask you about your own music. You make your own music and produce your own music. And I wanted to ask about the collaboration with Phil Hartnell of Orbital, uh, mm -hmm. which you did last year when you did a remix of Georgie's Enlightenment for Deep Down Dirty record label. How did that collaboration come about? Well, what happened was actually, I suppose, a number of years ago, I, I, I want to say 2011 or 12. Years go faster over here, I've, I think. <laughs> um, I think it was 2011 or 12. And uh, Phil came over uh, to DJ a, a festival called Rhythm and Sands Festival, which is a festival that used to be here, which was something to do with Rhythm and Vines from New Zealand, which is a festival over there. And then they done an offshoot festival on Copang Yang. Did it? They did it a whole bunch of times, but then the guy ended up moving on. So Phil came down to play at one of those, and I was friends with the owners on, on the island. They wanted me to play, and I played I played a, a after Phil's set. And then he came up and uh, was sort of dancing with me in the DJ booth, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, Phil Hartnell, I used to go and watch Orbital when I was, you know, so many times in my life already. God. And then he ended up coming around my house, and we ended up... Uh, 
getting a bit drunk and playing loads of music together and 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 then that started a sort of a lovely friendship and then actually we did a remix before that it was actually a Darren Emerson track me and him remixed together and then he went back and he normally comes out every winter but he didn't come this year he's busy with Orbital obviously but uh, yeah last winter he was over well he was here for quite a while you know he started mentioning it about it and uh, we had a a good few days in the studio and yeah <laughs> that's what we that's what we got to <laughs> yeah it's good fun anyone who knows Phil will know what I mean <laughs> yeah and then releasing it on a small independent label like Deep Down Dirty which I thought was really you know really good for yeah. that label I mean we love that label they've got some great releases and it's good to see um, people like yourself supporting them oh definitely yeah no totally I've even got a t-shirt they sent me a t-shirt and I've got it out here. I literally got it about two or three days ago, and I haven't I haven't really had a DJ gig where I was going to wear it. But maybe maybe Half Moon, I could rock it at Half Moon. The photographer normally puts a photo up, and it's got a good following on there with Half Moon. Uh, it's it's it really is a life changing island. This place, you know, I came here expecting to go. Tick went to a full moon party. Tick went to Copenhagen, went to Bangkok, and now I've been living here for 12 years. How crazy is that, you know? Um, I, you can see it, it touches so many people, this little island. It's such a sort of magical little party paradise, really. <laughs> you have your own label, Moon Island Records, and I That's think right, you made yeah. three releases on it this year, Saxy, Back, Howie, and Downright Dirty. How would you describe your sound? on those releases? Those three releases um, were, were some projects I was working on a while ago and uh, I was kind of changing computer at the time and uh, I've, I've re-found them, <laughs> if that's even a word. Then I just sort of got them up to speed but uh, they're kind of different sounds. My sound is um, uh, I think sometimes people can tell when they hear one of my tracks, people say, oh, I can tell that was your track. I do make sometimes a really deep one and another time a really banging one. And uh, because, like I say, I play in different scenarios so many times. I buy music in different genres all the time. And I also like to play music in different genres all the time. And I also like to produce music in different genres. And I'm actually wanted, wanting to... Um, get into doing chill out music as well and and maybe do a couple of chill out releases as well or something i mean i still like banging parties and stuff so you know it's gonna always be predominantly house music you know i mean i don't know whether that makes any sense but <laughs> do you have any releases uh, planned in the next uh, few months uh yeah i've uh, got one called newton coming up um like the, the history of Moon Island Records. Me and a friend of mine, Rory Gallagher, a few years ago, he was living on the island, and we opened the record label. We've done label nights and jungle experience, and pretty good. I just want to finish the interview by asking you two final questions. What is your top track or your top couple of tracks of all time? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's a sort of a question to ask anybody. Well, it wasn't the it wasn't the first bit of vinyl I bought. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I mean, the problem with that question is I like 
different genres of music. So, and if you were to ask me in my genre of music that I play, you know, good tunes come and go in techno, as you know, um, but ones that stand the test of time, something like Oziah Domino, Always a Crowd Pleaser. I've actually got the recent rework he done of that, and I've been playing that track since whenever that first came out. I can't even... And then he recently, he'd done a remix pack and I just got the original one that he'd reworked and it sounded better and it was a bit slower because the actual original original was like 131 BPM or 130. It's a little bit faster than I normally play. So uh, this the rework is uh, 126 BPM, which is perfect because uh, I'd probably still go a little bit slower, but it makes it easier to mix and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's the unanswerable question. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, it is. Yeah, yeah, okay, but... <laughs> and the final, the final question, what's the most amazing yeah. thing musically that's ever happened to you? The most amazing thing musically? So, well, uh, in the studio, uh, learning so much in the studio and also getting to work alongside Phil Hartnell and loads of other people that have been coming through um, and learning so much from people and I've got quite a few stuff that's happened when I've been DJing out I mean I, I remember one time uh, I was playing at Jungle Experience and it was one of the busiest times I can ever remember it, it must have been four, four years ago or something like that, four or five years ago and it was very busy, it was uh, just um, in between Christmas and New Year, it was like the 28th or 29th of December. It was like felt like every tourist on the island and everyone I knew lived on the island was at Jungle Experience. It was, I think they sold over 8,000 tickets. And I had my two-hour set, a uh, good time. And then uh, they come and said to me, we hope you're okay. We don't know what to do, but the next DJ's cancelled. Can you do his uh, extra set for an extra two hours? I was kind of uh, buzzing with all these people and, you know, okay, I was celebrating a bit as well. So, you know, I was more than happy to do the extra time. And uh, one of my friends jumped on and we did a bit of back to back as well. And it was completely crazy because it was like we was just mucking around in the house because you know, we were up there in a little DJ box and for four hours and there's 8,000 people down there. And it was just like, uh, that was pretty mind blowing. and. And then obviously getting to DJ alongside many famous artists over here that come through. A lot of the time I get to play on the same bill or something like that. But uh, that one always sticks in my mind because it was just crazy. <laughs> Sounds wicked. We had the party in the kitchen in the DJ booth in front of 8,000 people, if you know what I mean. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> it was a beautiful night. Amazing because we managed to keep the party going and, and what a great, great memory. Yeah, sounds mm -hmm. great. Well, thank you very much for talking to us, Rob. Good luck with your upcoming gigs, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. That's brilliant. <laughs> thanks very much, Rob. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Now it's time for the exclusive guest mix from Rob Clinton. After moving to Kofanyang in 2005, Rob opened the legendary Beach Lounge Bar on the famous Full Moon Party Beach in 2008. He quickly became known as a party organiser and now holds residences at Jungle Experience, Pirates Bar, Q Club, RS Festival and plays at many other clubs and events across Southeast Asia. 
he DJs regularly at the Full Moon and Half Moon Beach parties in Kofanyang and is co-founder of Moon Island Records, on which he releases his own tracks. So, for the next hour, let's enjoy the Kofanyang Full Moon Party Experience with Rob Gritton.
that was such a wonderful mix. We really enjoyed it. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Rob, for doing the mix for us and also for the interview. In our mix in the first hour, as well as the Moon Island record tracks from Rob Gritton and Michael Felix, we also played music from Gallia, Blondish, In Depth, Marky G, Roby M Rage and Sodok. There'll be a full track list on our SoundCloud and MixCloud pages. Well, looking at the clock, that's all I've got time for. Thank you very much for listening. See you next week, same time, same place.
you've been listening to A Darker Wave. Every Saturday at 9pm. All the best in underground techno and deep house. Flincher. Radio Flincher. Broadcasting to Flint.